Sip with us. us. I'm Colleen. I'm Ashley. What you sipping? Oh, okay. I do have something. It's not that exciting, but you know how I talked a long time ago about the clever C L E V R blends? Yes. They're the they're the they it's like they have a couple different things. They have like bags of um it's like dried mix and then you just add water hot water and then you fr- blend it and it's everything that you need for like a latte so they have like oh i've tried their turmeric latte i've tried their matcha which i really liked i tried their sleepy time blend which i really mm. like and i ran out of all of them so i went and did a haul and then i added the i liked it so i added the chai okay and i like these because they don't have like hardly any sugar and they have you know they're earthy feels yeah. like um and I wanted to try, they have a coffee one that has mushrooms in it, which is all the rage and, but they're sold out of course. So oh. I have a little bit of their chai. I've been drinking it for a while now, so it's almost gone. So I need to re-up on something, but it's quite good. What are you yeah. sipping on? I'm doing, um, Loverboy's espresso martini. I think I've had this on the episode mm. before. John is also having one. We both agree this is good. And it and I started thinking, you know what? I need to shoot my shot and I'm going to message Kyle and Amanda who are on Summer House and created this company. Well, I think it's mostly Kyle created the company, but he's married to Amanda. Um, and see if we can get him on the show. Have you yes. watched it yet? I think uh, it's some of the best reality TV. Okay, so I have not gotten into it, but I still need to. Well, if he comes on the show, then it'll be like fire under. I will make sure I gotta. I got to, yeah. But like, if he doesn't come on the show, there's a lot of good TV. The reason I think I like reality TV is because you don't have to pay attention, and you can still, you know. And I like to like be dicking around on my phone or like doing things. I don't know. So sometimes reading a book while I'm watching TV, but um. So I think that's why I like reality TV so much more than like shows. It's a decompress. It's a decompress. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, so but that's it's good. It looks good. Yeah. It's delicious. And it's 12%, four grams of sugar, which is not bad. And I think I'm going to John Mates when I'm done with this and a mimosa because we are currently on vacation at the cabin. Yes. And drinking has not sounded good the last couple of days. So I haven't really been drinking, but it sounds good today. So I will be. Yeah. Yo, I was just on your on. stories. Oh, yeah. About your eye, man. Yeah. I keep forgetting to talk to you about it, but it sums yeah. up. So I've been noticing that my vision. Well, I actually didn't really notice. So I went, to, um, I wanted to get new glasses, new Warby Parkers and you have to get an update. You have to get a new prescription every year. And I think it's also good to just go get your eyes checked in general. I had LASIK in 2017. And so the temptation was to not go get my eyes checked because I had good vision. I didn't need correction anymore, but pregnancy changed that. So I have gone every year and every year it looks good. And I have a very minimal, well, I've had until now a minimal prescription, and could see totally fine. The only time I wore glasses was when I was at like a game where I was looking at things very far away, like, you know, a football field away sure. um, or driving at night. That is when I wore glasses. And then it seems like, so this is the order that has happened over the last couple of months. I ordered, I went and got my prescription 
And I looked at it, I was like, that looks a little bit strong because before I got LASIK, I was negative 3.75 and negative 3.5 in my eyes. And after LASIK and when I've been getting um, the glasses that are for far away, it's like, it's like a prescription of like negative 0.25 and negative 0.25 or something like that. It's like very minimal. And this year, and that it was even last year was that this year it's negative one in my right eye, not my left, left eye still the same and left eye can still see pretty damn crisp. But my right eye is if I don't wear glasses, it's very fuzzy and it's kind of like a weird depth thing. Um, so I order these, I go get my, my prescription updated. They take a picture of my optic nerve, say everything looks good. So, and I wasn't worried at that point. Um, I get the prescription, I get the glasses delivered, but I tried a new company in addition to Warby and that made me feel very fishbowl effect. I could not wear them. And I went, I was like, you gave me the wrong prescription, went back, got it tested. Prescription was correct. So I'm like, they printed the wrong lenses, sent the lenses back. I said, I'm not working with that company again. And then I got my Warby's and my Warby's had a little bit of a fishbowl effect. So I'm like, mm. what is going on? Not as bad you as you are the company. common denominator. Right. Here. It's me. Yes. Um, and so, but I'm still wearing them. And then I notice like, it's just sort of a weird sensation where sometimes I feel like my eyes are having trouble focusing, um, whatever. And now I'm getting like soreness in my right eye, um, like behind my eyeball, which feels like I've had it before. And it's usually when it's like eye strain or something. So anyway, but then also a month ago I woke up and I couldn't see out of my right. I could see it wasn't black, but it was very blurry. And I went to the emergency room. I had a CAT scan done, had everything. They said everything looked good. So then cut to this morning. Well, the last few days I've been like, this is, uh, weird. And I feel like something's off, but I made it. Oh, cheers. You got a beer. I got Chris made it. I thought I want to be on vacation mode too. Yeah, get on vacay with me. Um, So I made an appointment to get my LASIK updated because it's like lifetime guarantee and they do a full medical exam. They asked for my insurance. I said, I don't think, I don't think we have vision. And she's like, no, we don't need your vision. We need medical because it's a medical exam. And it was booked a few weeks out. It's on Monday. So as you guys are listening to this, it will happen yesterday. And now I'm feeling really grateful for that because that was the soonest appointment was a few weeks. So I go in on Monday, I'll have more answers, but, uh, I had my CAT scan, my optic picture, my optic nerve looked good, but then cut to this morning, Christina Applegate gets her star on the walk of fame. And I look it up and I know that she was diagnosed with MS, but I just kind of wanted a little bit more background. So I Googled, you know, Christina Applegate and I just wanted to see, cause it happened apparently in the middle of filming her final season of dead to me. And the journalist that is writing the story that I happened to click on also has MS. And she said her first symptoms of MS was blurriness in her left eye. And it it's a very common symptom with MS because it's a MS is a like n- neurological deterioration, deteriorating disease. And so it's like a misfire between your brain and then your nerves, right? And that's why a lot of people eventually end up in, they, you know, have help with walking or in a wheelchair or whatever, but also vision. So then I I saw that and I started like really reading it. And then I started Googling. I'm like, I just can't Google because then, you know, it's the worst thing ever. Because it could be probably any number of other things. But it was scary reading that this morning. And I started thinking, have I had any other symptoms? You know, Mm -hmm. I don't think that I have. But anyway, the good news is I'm going in on Monday and they're going to do a very thorough check. But apparently 
the person writing the story that I read said MS oftentimes gets missed because it can be written off to a lot of other things. Oh, you're just getting older. Oh, your hormones, oh, your stress or whatever, like a lot of other things. Um, and so it, but it's important that you catch it early. So I do feel good that I had the picture of my optic nerve that looked good. And I had the CAT scan, which likely would have showed some lesions on my optic nerve if that was going on, but it did scare me. I mean, it's kind mm. of scary, you know, because mm-hmm. it happens around 40. A lot of diagnosis is that, and I'm 30, I'll be 38 in a couple months. Well, I want you to check in with me after that Monday appointment. Yeah, certainly um, will. Yeah. And then we'll have an update for everyone on Patreon. Yeah. As well, because I'm just because we'll be recording next then. And in the meantime, stay off of the internet. Yeah, I can't. You know? I'm not. I'm not gonna go look anymore because it's like if I have it, what does no? Okay, me stressing out about it is not going to do anything. If I have it, then we have to create a plan of attack. But until I have it for sure, or I know, or whatever it is, there's no need use to stress about what it could be because it's not helpful. It's a use of waste, wasted energy. Yeah, we do. I think it is like natural human nature to like spin out over right things, and then on. Monday, you have this appointment, which is meant to be that you have it. Hopefully, it's nothing. Yeah, right. Hopefully, I'm, I'm thinking because someone just messaged me on my DM and said, "Oh, I had something like that, and it was because I got a new job at like I was on the computer a lot more, and it was just eye strain, and they had to they gave me a lens, and there's like uh, rehab that you can do for your eye." And she's like, "So maybe it's that." And yeah. I have noticed. I was wondering because I've been reading so much more on Kindle. I'm wondering mm. if because that's an, I mean, I am, re, I am, you are in always are on Kindle. technology. I am a Kindle. Yes. Yeah. So I'm wondering if that had something to do with maybe the eye strain is like, I'm right. constant. Oh, and it just hit me now. I read while I'm running and walking. And some people are like, how are you doing that? I don't know how I can do that. I yeah, would get but so I car re- sick. Like right. And people are like, oh, I can't even see the words. And so I'm now that just hit me right now that maybe, I mean, I haven't done it in several weeks. But maybe that was causing eye strain, like because I'm yeah. forcing my eyes to focus while my whole body is moving. I can't even look at like if there were times in my old job where I'd be on a long um, like car ride and I'd be like driving with a coworker. Yeah, this was like years and years and years ago, and I would like pop up my computer and I couldn't even be on my computer in a moving car. Well, yeah, yes. Nonetheless, running on a treadmill. Yes. Um, you're a wild woman. That's different. I feel like that's different because I also get car sick. Um, however, I did read, I think I'm growing out of that because I read on the way up here for almost the whole time and it was windy and I was fine the whole time. But I do feel like I didn't used to be able to do anything where I was looking down. Couldn't be on my phone at all or on my computer or read a book or anything in the car. But I don't feel motion sick on the treadmill. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, that's the that's the update. The I was talking to John the other day about I'm I feel like there's all these things that are happening like coming up. I'm like, what the hell is going on? Am I just unhealthy? And then really what it is is like, oh, I'm just getting older and like your body just yeah. starts having issues, you know? Right. It's like back things and trouble sleeping and weird pain. I got this pain in my wrist that just came. And I was just thinking like, what is wrong with me? Because growing up, I didn't have all these things. No, And I thought, what am I like really inflamed? Is something wrong? And then I was like, oh, no, this is just what, this is what aging is. And then I thought, what the hell is is it going to feel like at 80? This is unfortunately normal. Yeah. 
Yeah. Do you have weird little things that are happening to you? You're a young Yeah, I was actually just walking up the stairs and yeah. the bottom of my foot started hurting randomly. And I went on a like a light jog yesterday that should have yeah. been nothing. And then I think I still have a bunch of like post-pregnancy things that need to get worked mm-hmm. out. And like mm-hmm. just, yeah, dude, it, it's, it's not okay. Because I but still like, feel yes. young. Young. That's exactly it, right? It's like mentally, I don't feel like I'm going getting older. Physically, my body is like, oh, hell yes, you are, girl. Yeah. You are aging. Yeah. There's this book that I have not read that I've been meaning to for a long time. The Body Keeps the Score. Oh, gosh. I should put that on my list because I've I've heard that about that, too. Yeah. Um, All right, you guys. We asked for cab solve recommendations and you delivered. So we're going to be doing that soon. Stay tuned. And then also next week, uh, we're kicking off the holiday season. We'll catch you guys after Thanksgiving for our annual holiday gift guide. So that is uh, quickly approaching. And we have some fan favorites to share. Uh, Romy is also putting together a gift guide. You guys loved her favorites. Uh, from last week. So good things coming. I'm also wearing, tis the season. Oh, I'm wearing our merch, Making Spirits Bright. I love this one. Mm-hmm. This is one, remember last year, the one that snuck up on you was the corduroy situation? Yeah. The corded, like, the I didn't know crew. the quarter crew. You're like, yep. I didn't know if I'd really love it or whatever. Yeah. This is that for me. It's not, I okay. had no like doubts. It just was probably out of all of them. The one that I was like, all right, cool. You know, fine. In the mix. and then I put it on and I'm like, wait a second. This color is beautiful. It's mm. like super on trend, sagey green right now. Like neutrals and sages, I feel like are really in. Yeah. Um, but it's a beautiful sagey green. And then the, um, the fit and the, the weight of the sweatshirt yeah. is like cozy but light. Yes. It's like o- almost like an old boyfriend t-shirt. Like, you know, they call them the old boyfriend t-shirts, just mm-hmm. boyfriend t-shirts. Like mm-hmm. that heavy t-shirt uh, had a baby with our normal heavier sweatshirts. Yes. And then this is that. And I love, I love it. So it's the Making lighter. Spirits Bright uh, yeah. crew that she's talking about. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's so um, good. It's cute. It's, and it, it's really cute. I also have been pulling out our merch from last year and just like our holiday merch last year was amazing. I still am obsessed with it. And so I'm just like, it, it's not available for you guys anymore, but I imagine next year I will be obsessed with this year's merch still as well. And it yeah. will be available. So if you like it, guys, run and get it. Cause we don't bring once, once they come, they're gone for good. Yeah. They, we don't bring them back. Sipsquadpod.com slash shop. The holidays are just around the corner and HelloFresh makes this busy time of year easier than ever with chef-crafted recipes and pre-portioned ingredients delivered right to your door. So you can spend less time meal planning and prepping. Quality is HelloFresh's priority. Ingredients travel from the farm to your home in less than seven days so you know that they're fresh. Busy days and late nights call for more flexibility, and that's why HelloFresh has plans that work with your schedule. And you can change your preferences, delivery day, and address in just a few clicks. Super, I love the flexibility with it, right? And um, for me, someone who has dietary issues, I also love that I'm able to make this still work for me without you know, having gluten in my diet. So one of the things that they sent me recently, I actually just love, I got one of their burgers because their burgers are so good. So I had them delivered and then I just did it bunless. And then the rest of it was gluten-free, but like flavor packed and super easy. 
I am not, you guys know, I don't live in the kitchen. Kitchen. I don't really love to cook, but I love eating home-cooked meals. And so this allows me sort of that perfect blend of both. So go to HelloFresh.com slash SIP70 and use code SIP70 for 70% off plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash SIP70 and use code SIP70 for 70% off plus free shipping. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. All right. We've got some flash faves we're going to slap you in the face with. Hit your, hit it's your like card. a punch and run. You yeah. Know? Right. Yeah. Boom. Boom. Do you want me to go first? Sure. If you want. Okay. Yeah. Hit it. So um, ever since I went back to work, you know, the back to work transition for me, I'm not going to lie. It's been like hard. Like mm. work – I love work and that's, I'm not doing anything. It's not like that's not going to happen. Like I love the people. I love the company. I love everything. It's just adjusting. It's been a big adjustment. I think anyone coming back from postpartum, like back into the things, it's a lot and it's been a lot too. And um, one of the things that happens is I, you know, we put the kids down at night and I don't want to do like anything, anything. Just you know, so I'm empty. so beat that uh-huh. I just need to decompress and like be quiet. And then there's the nights where I'm like, I really need to wash my hair. Mm. And I get like, ugh, that what an endeavor. That's a task. It's With my hair, hair. It's so thick. Yeah. Oh, and I, my normal thing is I wash it and dry it same night because then if I don't dry it, then it gets, um, really challenging to like straighten her style the next day, mm-hmm. right? Because it's naturally curly, but not curly to the point that I can just like do it curly and it lasts a long time, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like it's kind of just anyway. So um, in a FabFitFun box or one of those things a while ago, they sent this product called It's a 10 Coily, C-O-I-L-Y. You can buy it on Amazon. Miracle leave-in product. Oh, and so lately, what I've been doing, washing my hair, letting it towel dry, air dry, like while we watch a show or whatever, I spritz this stuff on it. Then I use the towel to scrunch it in. Yep. I go to bed, which is in and of itself just a nice feeling to not overthink it. Yes. Right? Yes. Yes. Then the next morning, I just use like a hot wand whatever. Okay. Yeah. And instead of blow drying and straightening and then hot wanding or whatever, because my hair's a lot to manage because I use this, uh, it's all, my hair's like dry and it's or the curls are like, it's curly. It wants to be curly. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's in the curly spirit of life. Yes. And so then when I use the hot wand, it takes me less time. Cause it's like, Oh, fine. I'm just, it's we like, know what we're doing. It's like, um, defrizzing and strengthening something that's already there. Yeah. Versus creating it again. And so I whip the hot wand around it and then the curls last forever in my hair. And then sometimes it falls like I've had this going. And that stuff smells good too, I think. And then after a while it just kind of gets straight and like curly, but I didn't have to do much. Um, so it's just been nice for like the everyday situation yes. and the work week situation for me. Um, so I added that to our Amazon faves like under hair. Other things. 
Um, have you seen those cosmetic towers? Yes. They're like Lazy Susans for cosmetics. So I bought one of those and I love it. Mm. It is awesome. And it looks great on my... So basically what these are, you guys, is like they're for your counter in your bathroom. And you can put like all your face creams. I put like my meds. I put my... Con- like anything yeah. that I use throughout the week, more than twice a week, that's its home. That's your easy access. Uh-huh. And it's not just over the counter because I was putting them into like organizing trays. So I was yeah. going horizontal Vertical is the way to go. Oh. Frees up so much counter space. So I I get I get funny on uh Amazon. We've talked about this before. We'll all I'll, I'll search for something, but then I'll look at all like not just the star overall, but now they do the stars by category where it's like 4.4 in value, 4.7 in this and this. (gasps) I didn't know that. Have you seen that? So what you (gasps) do is you go to the page of whatever and then you scroll down and then you'll see the breakdown of how it, how it scores by feature within the product. Whoa. So then I look at if something in any of those categories is like less than a four, I'm looking around. And so then you go to products that are similar. And then you can see the side-by-side comparison by all those micro categories. Mm -hmm. So I spent far too long because there's a billion of these on Amazon. And the one that I found that had the best uh, ratings across the board is the um, Missouri, M-I-S-E-R-W-E, Makeup Organizer, 360 degree rotation, seven layers, adjustable storage. It's got uh, 7,301 ratings. It's rated very high and it's $21. Oh, wow. I I just added that to like, if you look at the customer ratings by feature, it's like everything's over 4.5. Looks like it fits a lot too. If it's a everything and more, I still have space on it. I still have space and it has like, I have a section for my AM face stuff and then a section for my PM face stuff, a section for like the special things I use a couple times a week, like serums on the top part. I put my like lip balm, my nightly stuff. Mm -hmm. So I have like a section for just like, it's great. It's great. Everything has a home. Okay. Um, So I put that in our, everything that we talk about on Amazon could be found in our Amazon faves, sipsquadpod.com slash shop. Same place. Um, Another Lazy Susan thing, I actually um, was turned on to this by, I talked about her, Michelle Urban. She, her Instagram page, The Organized House, she runs the company that did my closet not too long ago. So she also does people's like pantries and this and that. And she recommends like favorite products. And she recommended um, these Lazy Susan two-pack round plastic clear rotating turntable organization and storage container bins. So I just cleaned out my pantry by myself. Mm. I talked about it over on Patreon, did a major haul uh, from it. And then I bought these and I am using them for all kinds of things like um, vinegars and oils. Mm. So I can just like put it all in this lazy Susan and it saves space and just like looks put together. And then you're not like in there like moving every bottle around. You just spin the thing. Yes. Right. Like, okay, I'm looking for that. And you have to like touch every single bottle and like move things when you're looking for like the sesame oil. It's it. But now you just turn it and spin it. Yes. 
Yes. Specialty salts. So I've got like Mm. kosher salt, Himalayan salt. So it's got, you know, that's in one of them. So I bought originally just a two pack and then I went and bought two more. So I have four of them because it just is so nice to make everything look organized. So yeah, the Lazy Susan two pack round plastic clear rotating turntable organization. Okay. The brand is Tiblu, T-I-B-L-U-E and it's 26 bucks on Amazon. Um, Okay. The last thing and I saw this on Twitter, which Twitter is like going up in flames right now. And <gasps> I hope my favorite place doesn't uh, cease to be exist soon. But uh, um, uh, on Twitter, this feels like it should have been a TikTok thing. But it was a video that I saw on Twitter of like a way to make a salad feel really creamy without cheese. And I have no aversion to cheese. I actually love cheese. So I do it. I do it. I use this trick and have cheese. Mm-hmm. But what they did is they took a grater, not a box grater. I guess you could use a box grater because one of the sides is more fine. But like a grater that's not a zester and not a, the big grates. It's like okay. the smaller grates. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yep. And uh, you can grate a hard-boiled egg over your salad. Oh. And it's different than if that same egg is chopped. Chopped. What it does is it's like these little fine, light, fluffy, shredded egg pieces that create a nice pile of soft egg cheese, basically, Mm. on your salad. And it makes a big difference. Does it? Because then when you whip it all in with everything else you're putting in, psychologically, super fun. Wow. Yeah. So I've been doing that like every day is just grated egg Mm. on my salad. I saw grated egg on like avocado toast. That was on TikTok. Nice. It was like avocado toast with good. And they're like, I don't know what, but this just, because t- a lot of times avocado toast, you put regular egg on it, you know, but they're like some, and I haven't tried it, but that was the thing was like, it. it's the same thing, egg and egg, but it tastes totally different when it's grated. It tastes totally different. And things get a little weird on the last half to last quarter of the yeah. egg because then you're getting, it's getting, and you just you're, sort you of like, at one point there. you just crumble up the rest yeah. of your hand throw it on but even if you grate half the egg on there it is fluffy and delicious yeah super good Mm. all right those are mine what are yours okay all right i've got a few um okay best thing that i watched my sister was here last weekend and um she doesn't subscribe to like any of the things like tv things and so we had hulu and she had heard about this show with steve carell called the patient and we turned it on have you heard of it I have. I wanted to watch it, but I looked up the Rotten Tomatoes and it swayed me. Otherwise. Oh, is it? Okay. So um, uh, I, we started watching it, but I could, I thought, oh, this looks good, actually. And I think it was on the back, in the background, kind of for two to three episodes. They're 30-minute episodes. And Cerisa said it was good, but I thought, this, this looks pretty good. So I think I'd like to watch this with John. I knew I wasn't going to be able to watch the whole thing with Cerisa. So I didn't want to pay that close of attention because I didn't want to then have to rewatch the whole thing. But I thought it looked good. And I guess I'll go back in and tell you when I pay attention if it is. But sometimes I struggle with Steve Carell not playing a comedic character. Right, right. And I thought what I, from what I saw, it was very well done. Mm-hmm. And I really like it. So the concept is Steve is a therapist and he has a patient that is a serial killer. And he doesn't want to be a serial killer. So he kidnaps Steve to basically counsel him out of being having these like desires to 
be a serial killer. Um, but he kidnaps him and chains him to the floor in his basement. And then I don't know what else happens. So. Okay, wait. I've gotten this mixed up with oh. something. Okay. There was another one that came out that had, who was it in it that I was like, oh, this should be good. But then it was rated really um poorly i'll try and find oh it. but this is 86 percent on the rotten tomatoes now the audience score is a little low 68 percent but the patient yeah cool okay so you know yeah add it to your list I, I think it's on apple tv maybe or was it on hulu i can't remember um but yeah what is it it's Do one with it? stanley tucci that came oh. out that i was like this should be a slam dunk because it's and got my tooch in your it dude. yeah my tooch and it's not the Uh-oh. rotten yeah. tomatoes we're poor mm. okay Bummer. but this one i'm gonna add yeah, yeah check it out for something we're in the market for something now yeah and it's i like i like the 30 minute episodes because it's like it's easily bingeable if you want but it's also not a big commitment if you don't have time to like you know it's like mm-hmm. okay because sometimes by the time we get the kids down and whatever sport event wraps up it's like 9 30 we don't want to start an hour show but right. like a 30 minute one quick you know Pop it in and out job. Yeah. In and out job. Okay. Uh, favorite products I'm going to run through. These are, uh, well, most of them are on Amazon. Okay. One of them we're at my in-laws house. Well, my brother and sister-in-laws house, and they had this metal rack and Romy talked about it on her faves last week. And we said, we'll come back to it. So they're this metal rack that rolls up because we do, you know, we always have like this drying rack sitting next to our sink and it's always kind of like ugly and gross and bulky, but it is a metal rack that it rolls and unrolls. And it has like, I don't know, metal beams on the ends. So it lays over your sink, Um, but it's got slats in it. So when you, you like hand wash and you put something over the sink, right. And it just dries into the sink instead of the drying rack, which like dries into itself and then gets like dirty and gross. Anyway, it was like 20 bucks or something like that. But K-R-A-U-S drying mat, Krauss drying mat. Um, I really like it because also then it's an easy cleanup for when, if you do have guests over, it's just a little, you know, you put all the clean dishes away and then you roll it up and put it away and like, it's not that big drying rack. So anyway, that's one. So wait, they have a couple on Amazon. So there's a over the sink roll up drying dish rack. That That is the one. Yes. Yeah. And measure your sink. Um, but I think that it's kind of like it's generally one size fits all. I think we got like the 21 inch or something and most sinks are not that wide, but if you have a really wide sink, you'd want to measure to see if it would like fit over. Cause it has to like balance on the countertop on either side of your sink, you know? So, and then some of the pictures they have, Oh, these are, this is like a different one. They have like the one to the side of the sink. Oh, Okay. Yeah, but it feels like high quality. It's also very easy to wipe clean, like, because we have hard water in Arizona. So when it dries, it gets uh, white film because it's like the minerals in it. Um, And so it's super easy to just like, I sponge it clean with the sponge and soap or whatever, and then rinse it and then whatever. So I like that. Cool. Um, Next up, I have very, very coarse brow hairs. And the soap brow is the look, right? The Grinchy brows where they're like brushed up. And I really like a fluffy brow. This is not for everybody. Some people do not like a fluffy fluffy brow. I want it to be very well known that when you see my face, she's got eyebrows on her face. I don't want there to be any confusion. She has eyebrows. So (laughs) I am all about give me the big bold brow. John 
thinks I look like Gargamel and I'm like, that's fine. You know, like I'm totally fine. Um, but I see all these beauty tutorials. I'm like, this is the best brow gel ever. It holds your brows. I'm like, no, you don't know. Of course, because you have fine little, perfect little brow hairs that does whatever it wants. I have toddler brow hairs where they're, it's got a mind of its own. They do not listen. They do not want to do what I demand them to do. You have a different game plan. So I did find it's, one word, got the number two B, got to be gel. Uh, and they have a hair gel. I bought both of these on Amazon, hair gel. And then they also, they the company learned that people were using their hair gel for their eyebrows and they created an eyebrow gel. I think the hair this gel- This is the same gel that Chris uses for his hair. Yes. And I it is use a for good bed gel. every morning. Yeah. Brows it's a good one. edges. Look at that. So it is very good for coarse brow hairs. Now here's the trick. Here's what I have to do. I have to put, put it, if you have coarse brow hairs, this is what you'll need to do as well. You put it in and then you have to continue to like comb through as you're drying it. You can, I have like a little air puff thing that I do. You could do yeah. a little fan. You could probably take like a, a piece of paper and fan as you're sort of combing them up so that the as it's drying, you're drying your eyebrows straight up. And then, you know, you can clean up around them with a Q-tip. So if you have coarse eyebrow hair like I do, and you like there to be no confusion about the fact that you have brows on your face, this is going to be the product for you. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. This is something I bought a couple of years ago. This is also on Amazon. I just added it before. So I didn't tell you about this one call. Uh, but it's on Amazon. It is Orale jacket, O-R-O-L-A-Y. A little bit of an investment piece. O-R-L-A-Y jacket. O-R-O-L-A-Y. Oh, okay. Got it. Okay. It's bulky. It is a very high quality, has a hundred million zippers and pockets, but not too much, but like, and it's got a fur, like not a fur, like a Sherpa lined hood. You can unzip it for ventilation. It's a little bit long. So it goes like mid thigh, runs a little the large. Women's I got a medium. thickened down jacket. Yes. It's 150, Cute. right? Are you seeing it? 150? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 23,000 ratings. It like is. People like this jacket. And it is. So my thing says I bought it in 2019 and it still like, I look forward to going up North and I can use this jacket. If you are somewhere where you need a warm jacket, this is the one it's an investment. Like I said, it will be worth it because it just, it, it's so cozy. Oh, I love it so much. And I was wearing it and people were asking me about it today on social. So it made me think I better tell Ooh, you guys about it. I like the beige one. Yeah. Get the beige. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. They're, they are very good. Okay. You. Um, and then lastly, I was testing out some eyelashes. So I've talked about some eyelashes. Uh, I've talked about Lashify a million times. I'm still obsessed with the like PC lashes that you put under your lash. And, um, I told you about some Amazon ones. I found a new company called Wink Click, W-I-N-K, and then C-L-I-Q-U-E. You had to order it from their site. But you can get five sets of eyelashes for like 34 bucks or something like that. Their glue is really good. I still think Lashify product is superior, but I've already talked about customer service. I just can't give Lashify any more of my money. So Wink Click has... I'm really loving them. Honestly, I'm yeah. really loving them. So that's my latest go-to lash situation. Um, and then lastly, that the best... Oh, no. Okay, two things. Best thing I sipped. This is an ad that I, I didn't know about. And we've tried not to give like... Say that we love it because we haven't tried it yet. But it's the Lechia Milk. 
Oh, yeah. I, yes. Mm-hmm. So when we've read we, the ads when we before, did the I ad, feel like we said we, we were, were like, excited about it and it's what yes. we would, it's what we would go for. It looks like it would have everything that we would want, but we hadn't tried it and we were excited. Well, yeah. it arrived to both of our doorsteps. Colleen Slam messaged dunk. me and she said, have you tried this? It's amazing in a matcha. And I said, I have, but I was putting it in my smoothie. I have also since had it in a matcha and I love it. I love the flavor. I love that it's shelf stable. I love that it's a small company. They sent us these, but they didn't, whoever packed them must not have known that they sent it to us because they sent us a little thank you note for supporting a small business, which I think is a very nice touch. So I'm, I I stand Lechia milk and we'll probably have an ad for them soon. I don't know, but just amazing. Go. They're amazing. Okay. I'm going to round out with this. The best thing that I heard, I saw this on TikTok. Um, I feel he talks about the, the happiness curve of life. And, um, cause I feel like we are in what he calls kind of like the hardest part of life. Mm. Um, and so I'm just going to play this for us all really quick as a way to, you know, get out of the correlation between age and happiness is a smile. So zero to kind of 25 is beer, Star Wars, making out, prom, college football, or, you know, Premier League football. Zero to 25 is usually pretty happy. 25 to 45 is what I call the shit gets real years. You realize that distinct to what your parents or your uni told you, you're not going to have a fragrance named after you or be a member of parliament. You have kids, you have economic stress. Someone you love a great deal gets sick and dies your parents, right? Life gets very hard, very fast, 25 to 45. And generally speaking, these are the least happy years. And then something wonderful happens usually in your late 40s or early 50s. And that is you start recognizing the finite nature of life. Maybe you have some economic security. Maybe you've established relationships. Maybe you have these really wonderful things that are less awful that look, smell, and feel like you called kids. You realize that life is short. And the happiest generation, the happiest age cohort is the cohort that should be the least happy because they're not healthy is old people. So what the learning here is that if you wake up at 35 and you have a couple kids and you have a spouse or you have a job, you think, shit, this is hard. I'm not that happy. Recognize that's part of the journey and just keep on keeping on. You know, mm. happiness waits for you in most instances. Mm. Uh, so happiness is absolutely a smile. So I think it's helpful just to know that, that as you move into your income earning years, as you move into your mating and child rearing years and the depth of work and your parents start aging, it's stressful and it's hard. And if you're unhappy or feel unhappy at times, that is normal. That's part of the journey. And for me, it's it was helpful to read that because I'm looking forward to all the happiness that's kind of coming my way and I can feel it as you get older. You just start finding joy in weird places. Isn't that good? I love that. So that on there, it says diary of a CEO. So I don't know if that's who that guy is. The account was at Steven, but uh, it says, you know, the diary of a CEO. So I want to check this guy out, but I love it. It is because sometimes you're like, I'm doing all the right things. Why does this feel so hard? And it is so helpful to just kind of stay grounded in like, because it's supposed to be. And that's just a part of it. Right. I love that. He said, you know, you realize you're not going to have a fragrance named after you. You're not going to be a member of the parliament because when you're young, you have all these big dreams and then you get in there and you kind of realize how life is going to end. You know, you're not going to be this massive movie star or whatever the dreams were. And also when he said like, you know, kids grow up and they don't, uh, they're not as hard or whatever, like you can enjoy them more. But he also mentioned that people that you love start getting older and dying and like, ah, so anyway, I just, it's like nice to sometimes get that grounding perspective, you know? I love it. Okay. 
Speaking of grounding and grinding. (laughs) What a transition. You know? Yeah. Chomper Labs. Chomper Labs. At Chomper Labs, they believe that everyone has a right to quality, affordable oral care. And they're tackling that mission starting with custom-made night guards for teeth grinding. Here's the deal, guys. Uh, Stats on bruxism. Bruxism is teeth grinding. And did you know that 15% or more of the population grinds their teeth? which is at least 50 million people in this country and the biggest culprit behind teeth grinding. I wonder age-wise, what, what percentage, right? Like, is, is this the people in the 25 to 45 range that are the biggest teeth grinders? Because the biggest culprit is stress and anxiety. And with the events of everything that we've been going through just as a society over the last couple of years, it's no wonder that the number of teeth grinders are on the rise. What I love about Chomper Labs is, again, I love the like kind of, DIY, do it from home, but in a don't skimp on quality kind of way, right? So if you've ever had a night guard before, you know, generally there's a couple of options. You can go to the dentist and pay hundreds to get a a one, you know, proper one, or you can go to the drugstore and get one that doesn't fit well or feel well and it stinks. But Chomper Labs is now giving you an option that is the best of both worlds, a custom made night guard that is the same quality at as the dentist for a fraction of the cost. And they are custom made to fit your teeth. So they'll send you a kit. You do a little impression. You send the impression back and then you can choose what kind of, you know, level of protection that you need. They have a whole range from soft to hard um, or a hybrid. And they are on a mission to give us all quality oral care that is affordable and accessible. My uh, sister-in-law raves Mm. about Mm -hmm. what she got from them and absolutely is obsessed and loves it. So don't wait to protect your teeth from grinding or recommend Chomper Labs to someone you love, you know, and help them out. Get relief from headaches and a better night's sleep. Visit chomperlabs.com slash sip. C-H-O-M-P-E-R-L-A-B-S dot com slash SIP to get $15 off your first night card with code SIP. Chomperlabs.com slash SIP. Free three-way shipping, 100-night trial. Let's bring her home. Or no, let's not bring her home. We got a couple um, things to talk about, hot topics. Hot topics. Hot okay, so guys, topics. we usually talk about hot topics over on on Patreon, and this week we straight up ran out of time, uh, and there were so many more hot, hot topics to uh, talk about. Steamy. Um, uh, we did, did cover you- Taylor thoroughly, pretty thoroughly, I would say, over on Patreon. We so did. we won't probably really be talking too much. Oh, what, what, what? Well, after we recorded, actually, there was a few. The general sale out, was canceled, which was supposed to be today. Yes, and. There's like investigations going in on Ticketmaster mm-hmm. that are continuing to unfold. And then we had talked about over on Patreon how Taylor had, had was silent mm-hmm. up until that point. And then today you texted me. Mm-hmm. She did come out and say, I'm not happy about this. Yeah, this is awful. Um, I also saw a thing on TikTok yesterday that said, um, you know, people are like, why doesn't Taylor like come out against Ticketmaster and uh, take a stance or whatever? And then so a lot of people, because she wasn't doing that, a lot of people were like, because she's profiting off of this too. But then I saw this thing on TikTok where it said, I think it was Pearl Jam uh, tried to take Ticketmaster to court because they didn't like what they were doing, how they were charging like 40 to $50 
in fees per ticket. And um, they felt like it was, you know, a conglomerate and just like robbing people. And they wanted people to be able to go to, go to their shows. And this was back in the 90s, mind you. So Pearl Jam was like, apparently what the TikTok said was like one of the biggest rock bands at the time. And um, so they tried to take him to court and Ticketmaster, they, they, basically decided they couldn't work together. So then Pearl Jam said, fine, we're going to go through different venues and we're going to try to sell wherever, or we're going to go do it on our own. Ticketmaster had them basically, I don't know if the term is like blackballed, like they went out to all these venues and essentially said, you cannot book Pearl Jam shows or whatever. So then Pearl Jam couldn't get any stadiums that would fit their tour. And so then they tried to sue them and like, I don't know, nothing. Long story long they just missed out on at that time they said nine million dollars because they couldn't go on tour because Ticketmaster was puppet mastering the whole thing and all these venues and um and that was nine million right back uh, back in the 90s like the people taylor just made between 300 and 400 million already um but so it's like there is a problem here but what do you do and how do you, if anyone can do it, I believe Taylor is, she's very influential in the music industry and she, her fans will do whatever they, whatever she says. Right. But I do feel like that's a huge undertaking Yeah, to try to like make a dent in this crazy system that is Ticketmaster. Dude. I know. So I, I was a little like, Mm, unhappy with Taylor that she hadn't commented yesterday when we talked on Patreon. And now I feel for her. I have a lot of empathy. Yeah. Yeah. Cause she doesn't yeah. want this. She doesn't want this. And how much control did she really have? Right. Would there think, are there things she couldn't have done different? Probably, but by and large, she's not the person just, you know, and she needs the huge stadiums. Yeah. So she, and if Ticketmaster it owns the ticket process, she's at, at their all these mercy. Sta- she's at their mercy. If, if we want to yeah. see Taylor face to face, this might this be what we it. have to do. You know? Did you see what, so like the general sale got canceled, but now there's all these tickets on like StubHub yeah. and these like other like resellers. Did you see some of the prices? I saw in Houston, someone showed some tickets. She did all around the stadium, but the highest one was 50,000. Can you believe it? Unbelievable. Like, people are making it's, re- it's really honestly ridiculous. It's, it's not cool. It's really awful. I mean, I'm wondering that I'm like, okay, who are those people? Because the other thing is like, if they're real people and they're like, well, I don't want to not go see Taylor, but if someone's willing to pay me fifty like I, I would sell our tickets for fifty thousand. You know, like if someone was gonna pay us fifty thousand, yeah. I would say, Well, why don't we yeah. go to the Bahamas? Right. <laughs> right. Why don't we just like <laughs> let's let's list ours for two tickets it's a hundred we should let's, let's list it for fifty thousand and see what happens. And if someone takes it, then it's like, okay, you could think that we're shitheads, but also we're not dumb. You know? Yeah. Like because yeah. we paid two fifty, so it's like oh, okay. well, that's quite let's a profit. Let's for fifty thousand. For fifty thousand. And if there's and any takers. If there's any takers, you and I are going on a vacay. Oh yeah. Deal? Yeah, we're in. I'm in. Let's listen okay. for 50,000. I mean, these people were like, fr- but yeah. So I it's saw the ticket, this yeah. art, where our tickets are in the Houston stadium. I think she said that they were going for like maybe a thousand or 2,000. At that point, oh, oh 10,000? I thought I saw one. I, maybe it wasn't where, maybe I was, I was 10,000 is even something I would consider. If we got $20,000, I said 20,000. I mean, but it's wild what these are going for. I've never seen anyway, anything like yeah. it. Yeah. 
I don't see so anything I, like if it. If they're scalpers, then you're gross and I don't like you. But if these are just humans that are like, God, I don't want to not go. So I'm going to put an astronomical price and then it'll be worth it to me if someone pays this to not go. Mm. Right? Because I don't want to not go to Taylor. If someone, so we pay $250. If someone pays us $1,000, I'm like, mm, the experience, nope. it's not worth it. Right? Like I'm going to go t- and get the experience and see Taylor. But if someone paid me $10,000, I'd consider yeah. that. Changes things. Yeah. Changes the, you know what I mean? It's like the hmm. narrative here a little. Yeah. And then if someone paid me $50,000, yeah, forget about it. You sold. Yeah, it was sold. <laughs> yeah, Taylor who? <laughs> <laughs> Never heard of her. Taylor barely knew, barely knew her. Um, Grammy nominations oh, yes. have, were released. I'm just going to go over the big ones. Record of the year. This is an award to the artist and producers, recording engineers, and mixers, and mastering mm. engineers. So, like, the whole Kay. picture. That whole is very album. helpful. What you just did... Because yes. I never know who's getting the awards, so that was it's, very helpful. And I'll and I'll forget by the time the Grammys roll yeah. around, they'll say record of the year. I'm like, which one is Ooh, that again? Yeah. But this is the whole project and everyone involved, basically. ABBA, Don't Shut Me Down, uh, Easy on Me, Adele, Break oh, so My Soul, Beyonce. Oh, yeah. This is not. not uh, a this record. is not song or of the album. year because that's an artist uh, songwriter award. Okay. The album of the year is the album. Okay. Record of the year is like, oh wow, song, okay. but like the whole production, the whole production, yeah. the record. So oh, easy wow. on me, Adele. Break my soul, Beyonce. Good morning, gorgeous, Mary J. Blige. You and me on the rock, Brandy Carlisle. Uh, woman, Doja Cat. Bad habit, Steve Lacey. The heart, part five, Kendrick Lamar. About Damn Time, Lizzo, mm-hmm. and As It Was, Harry Styles. Mm-hmm. I don't see Adele not winning this one. Okay. M- maybe Break My Soul. Uh, yeah. It's Adele and, and well, Beyonce, Beyonce have... Didn't uh, Beyonce get nine nominations or so, eight or nine nominations or something? Yeah, I could see Album of the Year going to her. So these are the okay. Album of the Year nominees. I just think Easy on Me, the vocals from Adele and it's like good. the production. I mean, it's just so good. Yeah. she And she's a Grammys. Um, she tends to to get them. Yes. I feel like her yes. team has figured out how to get them or something. Mm-hmm. A, album of the Year awarded to artists and to featured artists songwriters of the material producers recording engineers mixers and mastering engineers so the whole thing not just for one song but the whole mm-hmm. collection mm-hmm. voyage abba 30 adele uh un verano senti bad bunny renaissance beyonce i think this is beyonce's year i think year. that'll be beyonce yeah i think this is going to be beyonce's year uh Good Morning Gorgeous, Mary J. Blige, In These Silent Days, Brandy Carlisle. I thought this one was interesting because they've been a little, they're huge, but they've also been, in a way, it feels like out of the picture. Music of the Spheres, Coldplay. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. I haven't seen much from Coldplay in the last several years, it seems like. Like they are, they've put out a bunch of music, but it hasn't necessarily been like Grammy. Yeah, or I feel like they've stretch. done like live performances at big events. Yeah. Like they're still relevant, but yeah. Mr. And I haven't like had an album from Coldplay that I'm like, oh, I'm so into this in a yeah. hundred years. I've never had so, it in my whole life. I'm going to give that one a listen. <laughs> Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers, Kendrick Lamar, Special, Lizzo, Harry's House, Harry Styles. Mm-hmm. Song of the Year. I have a question. This is mm. 
so Taylor Swift, why wasn't she really nominated? Was she in between? Because all that. So it- this. So she can't win for things that have already been put out there. So even though she's doing re-recordings, it's not new. Okay. And Folklore and Evermore were last year's Grammys, right? Yeah. So Folklore won Album of the Year however long ago. And then Evermore was did get a nomination Okay, the, the following year. Okay. And then so, because you're about to tell me she was nominated in this category, right? She was nominated in this category because All Too Well 10-minute version was technically Brand new. new. Yes. Right. Yeah. Okay. Song of the Year, a songwriter's award. A song is eligible if it was first released or it first achieved prominence during the eligibility year. Mm-hmm. Um, A, B, C, D, E, F, U from Gail. This was one of my faves. And by the uh, way, that I brought that's, long she's ago. opening at the Taylor show we're going to. And I told you she was going to be big. Yeah. I was like, this girl, here I was like, go. I listen to this song. She's going to be good. Here, here we are, you guys. I'm right again. Oh my gosh. I was thinking the other day about Lizzo. When I looked up yeah. the Grammy noms and you brought Lizzo to the pod probably four years ago as like a, here's what you need to know kind of. And you told us about before she was any, and now she's selling out stadiums that she's coming to Phoenix and she's playing the same stadium as Taylor. Yes. She's I have, fel- selling out the big ones. I have an eye, you guys. About damn time. All too well. 10 minute short, 10 minute version. Uh, Taylor Swift. As it was. Uh, bad habit. Got a bad habit. Break my soul. Easy on me. God did. I don't know that song. I feel like how does Taylor not win this? Ten the minutes of part five. If it's a songwriter award, don't you feel like it's harder to write a ten minute song than a three minute song? Just like that, Bonnie Raitt. Good for Bonnie Raitt. Um. All right. Those are the big ones. So I'm going to tune in this year. I'm in the mood for award shows. We're in. I feel like I was kind of out and now I'm in. So we'll yep. we'll bring that to you guys. Um, did you see the thing in the skim that like a billion people could have hearing loss because we've been all listening to things at too high of decibels? So like specifically people who go to concerts regularly and then people who listen to loud music through like AirPods and headphones <gasps> too often. So there's this like major study that was released that's like a, over a billion people are at risk. Wow. No, I didn't. I didn't. I haven't been reading the skim since I've been up here at the cabin. Yeah. So PSA, oh you guys, gosh. turn the decibels down a little. Yeah. Just a little. You Take know? the edge off. The, one of the recommendations was to wear earplugs at a concert. And I'm like, well, what's the point? Who's doing then? that? Not me. What's the no, point? I think the, the key is if you're going to be going to concerts all of the time, you got to figure something out. You right. probably shouldn't be blasting your ears all the time. But I only yeah. go to a concert. I mean, you go to more than I do. But again, COVID kind of threw a wrench. Yeah, not a lot these of days. Yeah, but I probably go to a concert once a year. You know, I'm not yeah. like I'm not blasting my eardrums out. When you go on runs and walks, are you listening to music loudly? Or are you no. listening to like podcasts, podcasts, talking, just you yeah, know, talking, yeah, yeah, yep. or books or whatever. Yeah, Jay Leno uh, was in oh. a major ordeal. Yeah. Did you hear what happened? He was like working on a car and it burst into flames. Yes. Apparently, 
uh, I saw on TMZ that he was work because you know he's like a car guy, so he works on these old yeah. classic cars. And so he was doing something, and it was a fuel thing. It broke, spilled fuel all over him at the same time, or not very long later. Oh there was a spark that caught his whole face on fire. And luckily, he was there with a friend, and the buddy like put it out for him. But he has like, John, was it second or third degree? He has third degree burns all over his face. Severe. That's scary man he would have been been working by himself yeah he's got a good team it feels like in and i don't know i mean just like what's been put out into the world for like just tmc consumption but like on tmz there's and maybe these are just people who are reporting in tmz's calling the hospital or something but there's like these little sound bites that he's like passing out cookies to the other like people who are in his ward yeah, at the hospital. And then there's like, there's all the things that have been released are like in what good spirits he's been. Wow. And then Tim Allen, you know, another comedian, yeah. but kind of major guy. He went Tim to the visit Taylor. Is that Tim Allen? Yep. He okay. went to visit Jay and then he le- he was like talking to the paparazzi or whatever as he left. And he, he made a quip that like, uh, by the time he's out of there, he's going to be looking like George Clooney. <sighs> Oh, so that's nice. That's I, that's I've never terrifying. disliked Jay Leno. Yeah. You know, but then seeing the thing, it's like America's pulling for Jay. Yeah. Right. I've never now. disliked it's him like, either. But yeah, you're right. This does make you like him a little. Like, it's like, yeah, I was fine. He was, I was indifferent. Yeah. But now you're a little more on the like side. I want, I want him to come out strong. And oh. then I want to, I want to, I'll be following anything he does. Cause I just oh. feel like he's so much more of a fan now. Yeah. You know? Um, you know, Elizabeth Holmes, there was a show about her. She was the one, uh, founder of Theranos, which was like that company that claimed to do a bunch of things for blood testing. And then it was all a bunch of lies. Oh, okay. It's sounding sort of familiar, but not a lot of bells are going on. Amanda, uh, what's her last name? She was, um, nominated for an award for playing Elizabeth Holmes. Maybe oh, it wasn't Amanda. Um, I can't think of her name, but anyway, so a lot of people have been tracking this story. Um, she was sentenced today to 11 years in prison for her fraud trial. Whoa. Um, Well, good for, yeah, good. Because didn't she, she really, um, I feel like people that take advantage of sick people, mm -hmm. major, major issue there. Oh, wow. Okay. Cause isn't that what it was? It was like. Yeah, so the movie or the the show on Hulu, there's been a documentary. Chris and I watched that. It was very good. A best-selling book, a podcast, and a drama series, The Dropout, all centered around the company's downfall. The documentary was fascinating. Um, Okay, I don't want to be rude here. What? uh, But I just Googled this. Is she? I swear, I really hope she is because I don't want to comment on if she's not. She looks pregnant to me. Oh, she is. So <gasps> it was revealed during sentencing. Sentencing, she's pregnant with her second child. Oh my gosh! So I don't know what happens if you're in jail and then you have a baby. I'm assuming right. the baby is separate. You're separated from your baby, which is actually just saying that out loud is really awful. Um, beyond. But there was a quote. Uh, Holmes um, recited a quote from the poet Rumi saying, yesterday I tried to change the world. Today I'm wise and want to change myself. Mm. What was that from? I like that. 
quote from Rumi. Oh, but R-U-M-I. like, why are you saying that? Just because Holmes um, quoted the poet. Oh, okay. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, oh shit, I've got a lot of empathy now, even though she did some gross, shady things. But like the the babies, whenever yeah, babies major are involved, fraud, deceiving investors, patients, and advertisers, mm-hmm. all in search of money and fame. Uh, yeah, dude. Still, just the whole thing. So that that's kind of big. Um, do we want to talk about Casey Anthony, or do we just? I don't even know if I want to. Maybe give her when it time. comes out, because yeah, because isn't it? What is she doing? A tell-all book or like a tell-all interview or something? She pointed the finger at her dad. Yeah, like and I don't think who believe. I don't know. I don't believe her. It's like you're just. No. What are you trying? I'm guessing it's a tell-all because she's like, I'm out of money. I need money. I can't get a friggin' job because I'm Casey Anthony and I murdered my toddler in a shitty right. way. So what could I do? Oh, I could sell my story to someone and get money. She's getting money for this. Mm-hmm. No doubt. Uh, so I don't believe it. I mean, yeah, you were at the club. If you're, if you thought your dad did this, why aren't? What are you doing at the club partying? Like, mm-hmm. you'd be. I, I certainly couldn't be doing that if my dad murdered my child. Yeah. What? No. I mean, no. yeah. So I don't believe her at all. Zero. All right. Well, then let's just take it into our rant. Okay. Do you? That was weird. That got weird. Leave it. Leave it. Love it. Leave it and love it. Leave it. Love it. Okay. Do you and John eat ice cream? Do you Sometimes. like buy ice cream that you scoop with a scooper? Not much, but I you feel like I know where you're going. Hate scooping ice cream with a scooper. Oh, I thought you were going to say the spoon and it's too hard and then the whole spoon bends. That's, that's not where you went. You just don't like scooping with a scooper. That's really hard ice cream. Do you your freezer get? Oh my god, you've never had that? How cold does your freezer get? Ben's Wait, spoon? are you kidding me? You've never bent a spoon while scooping ice cream out of a spoon. Now, jug. here's the thing. Do you go for small spoons or big spoons? You know how there's two sizes of spoons? Well, I have a proper ice cream drawer? scooper. But if you're going to eat right eat, out of a carton. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do small. I'm going to do small. That Chris does small, too. Yeah. I go big spoon. That's oh. why I don't have this problem. I go big wow. spoon for soups. I go big spoon for ice cream. It's I love big. a big spoon. I'll, oh, I, I have a little tiny, delicate mouth that's your problem Problem right there (laughs) and so does chris i've thought that before and that's what i always say chris has a tiny delicate mouth (laughs) tiny delicate um okay so anyway i interrupted your rant what just scoop an ice cream i just every time i go chris and i get ice cream every once in a while and it's like hey who's gonna scoop it because there's (laughs) something about you know, you get that, and it's too hard. So then you gotta. You know, my, my parents used to heat up water, like a mug of hot water, yeah. and so then you're dunking it in the water, and then you go to dunk it in. But then there's like some water in the ice cream, mm-hmm. and then it gets like kind of. Uh, if you go too far down into the thing, like if there's some ice cream that's already been taken and eaten, and then you have to like really get in there. I don't like sticky the sticky oh, yeah. hands. Mm-hmm you know, going around. And then it's like you try and get the, the edges. And then if you're, depending on what kind of ice cream you get, you got to hunt for like the good stuff. And so if it's like cookie dough, for example, there's never enough cookie dough. And so you're yeah. digging cookie around. Cookie dough to ice cream ratio. Yeah. You're getting in there and things are getting sticky, wicky and weird. Yeah. It's yeah, weird. I don't, think I don't I, like it. I, I always get like the little pints of things. Mm-hmm. We don't have a lot of ice cream at our house. I feel like. Yeah. So it's not, I don't have that, but I have had that before where you're, you get it all over your arm and it's 
gross. Yeah, I agree with you. But I still, I'd like to take a poll, you guys. How many, and I haven't done it as an adult, but I think as you were talking, I was thinking, oh yeah, that's happened to me many times. And I wonder if it was just because I was so impatient as a child. And I mean, even through like, probably my high school days. When I say child, I also mean what is considered <laughs> a legal week. adult. Um, <laughs> but like scooping ice cream with a spoon and just, you can feel, you start feeling the spoon bend and you're just like, oh, come on. And then it's Do you flaccid. like your ice cream rock hard? No. Do no, you? No, I do not. Okay, I do not good. like it That's rock hard, correct answer. but I also Chris, don't like the heating up on the, on the, in the microwave either. I feel like then of the water, outsides, not the ice cream. Oh, you don't heat your ice cream in the well, microwave. There has been times where you put the ice cream in for like no, 10 there's seconds. N- <laughs> no, there's not. <laughs> That's a whole, whole other issue. This <laughs> is. Wait, wait a minute. No. You've never done no. that. No. No, that is You've never heated alarming. up ice cream for 10 or 15 seconds? No, the proper way oh. the proper way is you let so it so much right now. Well, I'm shocked that you are shocked. <laughs> Let me put it that way. Okay. The proper way is you scoop up ice cream and you let it sit for like five minutes. Uh And it's perfect when it's like a little bit of a... Oh, so you scoop it and then put it in the bowl and then you let it sit? You don't let it sit Yeah, and then I get a glass of water. I go to the restroom. I get my blanket. And then I sit and, you know, I look at my phone for two minutes. And then Chris turns on a show. And then it's probably ready. (laughs) (laughs) Wow! Yeah, and it's perfect when it's like a little bit of ice cream melty uh, liquid. Yeah, you know what I mean, yes, melted a little, a little bit. bit. Yeah, and then it's uh, very scoopable. Certainly, no bendy spoons. The amount of patience that this this has just displayed to me a fundamental difference between the two of us. And your level of patience. When I decide I want ice cream, I'm like, I can't get it in my mouth fast enough. I'm going right. to open the freezer. I'm going to get it out. I'm going to scoop immediately. And even if I can't get it to scoop out, I'm not taking the time to get hot water and heat it up in the microwave. I'm bending the goddamn spoon. And then I just right. say, well, this spoon's fucked. And then I get another spoon to eat it with. And I do not <laughs> let it sit. I just consume as quickly as possible. I don't get yeah. the blanket. I don't, I, there is no waiting. I'm the same when I order like anything in the drive-thru. John is a wait guy right he's like let's order the food and then we'll wait until we get home to eat it i am like let's order the food and the second it is in my hand scolding hot fries in my mouth yes no. yes that's exactly what i do and what you do I, this what with I, things I do that come out of the oven too you don't let yes, things i don't sit. let things cool no let the brownies cool for 30 minutes are you fucking kidding no even no. five you won't do five minutes and he said the, the no. proper way is five minutes well, I'm anything, never doing casserole nothing, anything nothing, that comes nothing, out of the oven ever. needs to sit for five never. minutes no <laughs> the only time that this is appropriate <laughs> is when you tell me like a steak needs to rest because i don't really care about steak <laughs> i'll let that rest you freaking have your steak let it rest let me know when I can eat it. Meanwhile, I'll be diving into the mashed potatoes and whatever else I can get my hands on yeah. immediately. Yeah. 
All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's well, your rant? I feel like that was the best. Uh, that was a very good rave. Um, rant. So my rant. Uh, <laughs> mine is mine is just, uh, I don't know if this is a setting I can fix on my phone. Oh. But when I'm going to Google things, I Google everything. Right. If I have a question about anything ever, I can be like, why are the trees so green? And then I would type in, why are the trees so green? Um, Remember, we used to do this all the time. Like people, there are some people that don't know how to Google and that is mind blowing to me. It's like, if you have a thought in your brain, you literally type the thought into Google and then that's how you Google. But there's no autocorrect in the Google search on your phone. Do you notice this? Yeah. So you go and you open Safari on your phone and then you're like typing like you would any other time. And you're sort of counting on Apple auto-correcting your wrong things. Or like sometimes I notice what happens a lot is the space bar and the period are very close. So I'm pushing, I think I'm pushing space, but it's putting a period in and it's doing yeah. all these things and it's Weird not things. auto-correcting. And so then I find my, I'm like having to like backspace and fix every word. And I just think, why can't you auto-correct here for me? You yes. do it everywhere else and you don't do Why it here. Now? Yeah. Come on. I'm trying to learn. Come on. You're sabotaging my learning environment. You can't scroll back on the search sometimes. And then like getting the cursor oh, to the right place to yeah. edit is a nightmare. No, it's a nightmare. And I don't understand who made that call. Yeah. Like, I feel like most things this is that you're Google. Googling. This is I Google. Get, here's where like I a understand. billion, jillion yes. dollars. Here's where I get not autocorrecting. When you're typing, like you're adding a new contact and someone's name, I get that. Because it's like names are spelled different ways. We don't need to autocorrect that, right? Sure. But yeah. anywhere else that I'm using the English language, yeah, throw me a bone, bro. Come on. Throw me come, a bone. Come on. Come on. Come All right. That's my rant. My rave is, um, I remember when Ellie was like real, real, real new. Mm-hmm. When we were in like the fourth trimester of like the first three months of her life and people would bring us dinners and it'd be like, hey, just heat this in the oven like for 30 minutes. And there would be nights where even just heating up dinner or heating up, you know, chicken nuggets or something for Ben was like it felt hard mm-hmm. to do the bare minimum yeah. with a brand newborn and three year old. It was like wild some of the nights and the adjustment. And then um, it is so nice to feel like we're in a groove, mm-hmm. like the evenings we've got it all figured out. Like it feels like it did before Ellie, mm-hmm. like, like there's the two, but it's like, we yeah. totally got it, mm-hmm. you know? And it's so nice. Cause I was wondering when we'd feel that way. And then I don't know how long we've been feeling this way, but it just hit me that I was like, Oh, it's not so crazy anymore. It's not so and hard. it's yeah. nice. Um, but then the other thing I was just gonna rave a little bit about Ben because uh three three and a half now, it's so cute and so funny. And like they interact with you like like they're their own people and it's mm-hmm. been this way for a while, but then still there's there's sometimes that they say things that you're like, Oh, that's new. I've never heard that before. Did yes. they hear that on a show? Mm-hmm. Did they hear that at school? Or like words that they don't totally have down yet and they have pretty much he just got like all of his words down like very very fluid but then sometimes there's a reminder of like oh you're still still learning so three things that have made me laugh a lot um we were in the car and he was like just kind of wanted to be mad you know 
And yeah. I asked him, I was like, are you for real mad or are you pretend mad? Do you just want, or do you just like want to be mad? I was just like, yeah, kind of asking. He's like, I just want to be mad. And I'm like, cool. I was like, can I be mad with you? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, what should we be mad at? <laughs> he's like, let's be mad at trees. Oh, yeah. I was like dying, like trying not to just, I mean, I was like, I had to take it seriously because heaven forbid I laugh, but inside I was busting up and I'm like, yeah, man, I'm so, I'm like, I'm so mad at that tree. And he's like, yeah, mom. And let's be mad at that tree. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> you know, I'm furious. I didn't say I'm pissed, but yeah. And then last night um, I was cutting up cucumbers for us and uh, <laughs> he called them cumber cues. Which I just thought was so, so good. So I was like, you should, we should start a company of cumber cues, you know, like that's so cute. And then um, my favorite thing that he's been saying these days, this is the last one. Uh, it's just like a turn of phrase that I never say. So I don't know where he got it, but it cracks me up. I'll be like, um, hey, Ben, time to go to school. And he'll say, you tricked me once again, mom. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. I'll be like, okay, Ben, five minutes of bath. You tricked me once again, mom. <laughs> oh, my God. No, we can only have one fruit snack, you know, because we too many is going to make our tummy not feel good. You've tricked me once again. <laughs> <laughs> where did he get that i don't that know is, oh my god i want to start doing that to everybody to all the time everything you tricked me, you tricked me once me. again <laughs> hey babe are you gonna go pick up the kids from daycare or should i uh you could go get them you tricked me once, once again, again. <laughs> <laughs> the spoon bends from the ice cream <laughs> you tricked me once again <laughs> <laughs> oh that is so good it's so good that's like uh, what, what we talked about last week where we gotta <sighs> come up with bits or like share the bits that we have that's yes. a bit that's ben's and i hope he never outgrows it that's his bit I for his whole life you've tricked me once again <laughs> um yeah all of a sudden he turned like his birthday he turns like 25 and he realizes <laughs> adulthood's not that great and it's yeah. like you've tricked me once again his body starts aching like ours. Yeah, you've tricked me. Tricked me once again. <laughs> uh, he he has a first hangover. You've tricked me. Tricked me once, once again. again. <laughs> oh, that's so good. I want it. I'm keeping it. I'm keeping it for me. Okay, that you had a you had a good rave. My rave is just so we're traveling. We're at our cabin, which is great. Amazing. The rave actually is what I was initially going to do because I forgot I had put a rave down. Was say if you are a parent. If you are in that bottom part of the smile, like the guy said, and you're a parent with young kids at home, I highly recommend taking a vacation where you don't do anything. Like don't go somewhere where you want to explore and you want to get out and you want, this has been the most recharged and refreshing thing ever. You just go and you have nothing, not like today. All we had to do was go to Walmart and then we're going Beautiful. to dinner. You know, it's like, oh, it just feels so freaking good. So I highly recommend that. But a few days ago I had written down your own bed. That's my rave is your own bed. Because mm. even though we own this cabin, the bed set up here is not the same as at home. You got yeah. exactly the right, <clears throat> like, uh, uh, so at home, John likes, we have the adjustable bed. He likes to fall asleep sitting up. So he like has his adjustable bed thing. I don't use the adjustable bed. I just like, but we also have a sleep number. So he likes a very soft 
mattress, like a cloud. I like a very firm mattress. Yeah. So we've got, got our two Uler, We've got our got Uller at home. I've got exactly the pillows yeah. that I need. I've got the sound machine set up. I've got everything. Like my sleeping situation at home, I love my bed. And there are some times where you go other places, you're like, oh, that's a really comfortable bed. But it's not home. It's not your bed. No. It's not your bed at home. They say that when you go somewhere outside of your home, that like your primal is like scanning for threats because you're not in your home environment. So there's also a psychological layer that when you're in your home, you feel totally safe. Safe. So that's safety. Yes, that's true too. Yes. Like subconscious safety. Yes. Yeah. That makes sense. That does make sense. I've also noticed though, uh, my brain is a lot quieter here without the kids. Like the other night mm-hmm. we were smelling this weird smell. He turned the heat on the first night that we were here and we thought, is that coming from the heat? Hmm. That doesn't seem well. All right. We'll see. See you in the morning. But if like the kids were here, it would be like, is that from the heat? We got to get to the bottom of this because if we all die tonight in the middle of the night, yeah. that would really suck. Open up all the windows. Right. Yes. Yeah. What's going on? What's, where's that smell coming from? And instead it was like, well, it's probably not too bad. Let's you just know? roll the dice. <laughs> roll the dice. And we woke up, we're still here to live and tell the tale. But like, it's just, you know, yeah, there is a security thing that for sure I think comes with being at home. Anyway, yeah. no raves, my bed. All right. All right. That's guys. it. We, remember hey, when we said we only have hey, two ads today? Forever. A 45 minute. The gift of gab. The gift of gab, man. Uh, we love you guys. Love you can you. sit with us always. Have a happy Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. To all we didn't even talk who, about that. Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, just if you're enjoy it. Gobble, gobble. Gobble, gobble. Um, and Rate, we will subscribe, see review. You. Oh, yeah. Do that. Do that. And we'll see you next Tuesday. You can. Did we say you can sit with us always? This is your first. Day. Did we say you, you can are, sip with us always? You can sip with us always, and, and we, we will see you next, next Tuesday. Tuesday. Bye. Bye. What more you can sip with us? How about another round of your favorite podcast? We Sign same, me up. same, same, same. Join us for another round over on Patreon. That's where we give you the down and dirty. We get raw and real. We raw dog it over there. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Every Friday, at least, we drop Friday episodes over on Patreon and additional content. It's all ad free. You can sign up. Go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash you can sip with us or download the Patreon app. And search. You can sit with us. Become a patron. Five bucks, guys. It's five bucks a month. I mean, just give up your latte one day. One day mm-hmm. out of 30 days, boom, paid for. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Totes, kibbutz. Do it. We'll see you over there. KCO. Every Friday, Love guys. Love you. Bye. You're our crew. Bye.